Coming up on 5-Minute News. U.S. confirm withdrawal from WHO in middle of pandemic. Black Lives Matter seeks sweeping legislative changes. And over 5,600 fossil fuel companies take at least $3 billion in COVID aid. It's Wednesday, July 8. I'm Anthony Davis. The United States will leave the World Health Organization on July 6, 2021, the United Nations said yesterday after receiving formal notification of the decision by Donald Trump more than a month ago. Trump had to give one year's notice of the U.S. withdrawal from the Geneva-based U.N. agency under a 1948 joint resolution of the U.S. Congress, which also obliges Washington to pay financial support. The U.S. currently owes the WHO more than $200 million in assessed contributions. After more than 70 years of membership, the United States moved to quit the WHO after Trump falsely accused it of becoming a puppet of China amid the coronavirus pandemic. The WHO is an independent international body that works with the United Nations. UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres has said that the WHO is absolutely critical to the world's efforts to win the war against COVID-19. The president of the United Nations Foundation, Elizabeth Cousins, said in a statement that the Trump administration's move to formally withdraw from the WHO amid the greatest public health crisis that Americans and the world have faced in a century is short-sighted, unnecessary and unequivocally dangerous. The WHO was founded in 1948 by the United Nations and is the premier global public health body. They alerted the world to coronavirus with a global health emergency on January 30th. It then took the US until March 13th to declare a national emergency. Joe Biden said he would commit the US to rejoining the WHO if he wins in November. Meanwhile, the organization acknowledged yesterday evidence emerging of the airborne spread of the coronavirus after a group of scientists urged the global body to update its guidance on how the respiratory disease passes between people. Brazil's president, Jair Bolsonaro, said he has tested positive for the coronavirus after months of downplaying its severity while deaths mounted rapidly inside the country. Proposed federal legislation that would radically transform the nation's criminal justice system through such changes as eliminating agencies like the Drug Enforcement Administration and the use of surveillance technology has been unveiled by the Movement for Black Lives. Dubbed the Breathe Act, the culmination of a project led by the policy table of the Movement for Black Lives, a coalition of more than 150 organisations. It comes at an unprecedented moment of national reckoning around police brutality and systemic racism that has spurred global protests and cries for change after several high-profile killings of black Americans, including George Floyd. The bill is broken into four sections, the first of which specifically would divest federal resources from incarceration and policing. It is largely aimed at federal reforms because Congress can more easily regulate federal institutions and policy as opposed to state institutions or private prison facilities. 
The other sections lay out a detailed plan to achieve an equitable future, calling for sweeping changes that would eliminate federal programs and agencies used to finance and expand the U.S. criminal legal system. The elimination would target agencies such as the Immigration and Customs Enforcement, which has come under fire in recent years for its aggressive deportation efforts. The Act, which also seeks to reduce the Department of Defense budget, would institute changes to the policing, pretrial detention, sentencing and prosecution practices that have long disproportionately criminalized black and brown communities, LGBTQIA people, indigenous people and individuals with disabilities. And the bill would end life sentences, abolish all mandatory minimum sentencing laws and create a time-bound plan to close all federal prisons and immigration detention centres. The coalition first began releasing policy recommendations in 2016 and is in the midst of relaunching its Vision for Black Lives 2020, which will be rolled out and expanded over the coming months, leading up to a planned National Black Convention in August this year. More than 5,600 companies in the fossil fuel industry have taken a minimum of $3 billion in coronavirus aid from the U.S. federal government, according to newly released data. The businesses include oil and gas drillers and coal mine operators, as well as refiners, pipeline companies and firms that provide services to that industry. The $3 billion figure is probably far less than the companies actually received. Fossil fuel companies are not restricted from taking the Forgivable Paycheck Protection Program loans designed to be used to keep paying employees and to cover recurring bills during the pandemic. But environmental advocates say that investing billions in an industry that is polluting the planet and causing the climate crisis is short-sighted and a bad use of public money. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Visit us online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts.